0: all right here we go with another edition of 48 days podcast hey somewhere over the rainbow you know we hear that really do you think your happiness is maybe out there somewhere in a land that you've heard of where dreams really do come true what are you doing to make that somewhere that someday the life you get to live today Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, let me ask you a couple questions, and we're just going to jump right into our content for today. How can you make this next year the year of your dreams? How do you make a decision when you can't be really sure of the outcome? And then is there one place where dreams really do come true? Okay, we're going to unpack that. This is a holiday edition. We're right before Christmas here. Hope you're prepared and also anticipating an amazing new year. So our quotation for the day comes from H. Jackson Brown, who said, don't say you don't have enough time. You have exactly the same number of hours per day that were given to Helen Keller, Pasteur, Michelangelo, Mother Teresa, Leonardo da Vinci, Thomas Jefferson, and Albert Einstein. So that's not the reason. It's not that you don't have enough time. And hey, we're going to go on from there. If you got a question, be happy to consider it for an upcoming episode. Love getting those in. Just go to 48days.com slash askdan. That's where you can leave a question. You can leave it as an audio question. There's a little microphone that will pop up if you want to, or just write it out as most people do. Our resource for today, and I'll refer to this as I unpack this content a little more, resource is Acres of Diamonds. I love, love, love this story. You can go to 48days.com slash acres, just A-C-R-E-S, to find that copy there just you can download it and read it it's 48 pages long so it's not going to take you long to get through it but a mo- wonderful wonderful story so we are now late december already so we're getting ready to go into the holiday season this is a good time if you have your goals targets plans all set this is an amazing time of year. You can relax, take it easy, and just having the clarity in your mind makes those things start to happen, makes those things start to appear. I've seen it happen in my own life and, of course, witnessed it thousands of times over with other people I've had the privilege of encountering over the years. So the song from Wizard of Oz, obviously Dorothy's a little girl looking for the wizard, looking for another place, Where all her dreams should come true. And the song goes somewhere over the rainbow, way up high, there's a land that I heard of once in a lullaby. Somewhere over the rainbow, skies are blue, and the dreams that you dare to dream really do come true. Someday I'll wish upon a star and wake up where the clouds are far behind me, where troubles melt like lemon drops away from the chimney tops. That's where you'll find me. Somewhere over the rainbow. Bluebirds fly. Birds fly over the rainbow. Why then? Oh, why can't I? If happy little bluebirds fly beyond the rainbow, why? Oh, why can't I? You know, a lot of us seem to think that our happiness is somewhere else. I I hear that a lot. When When we lived in Franklin, Tennessee, I used to have people say, you know, that's where I want to come. As a matter of fact, a lot of people did move to Franklin, Tennessee, because they somehow thought there was something magic happening there. Wow. You know, how do I get to hang out with Michael Hyatt and Dave Ramsey and John Acuff and Jeff Coynes? And he goes on and on and on. You know, a lot of really cool people. It must be there. There's actually a term called destination addiction destination addiction, where people think their happiness is out there somewhere. It's certainly not where they are out there somewhere. Now, there's a lot of ways we can approach this. I have a relative who's a computer programmer. I mean, he recognized that he hated his work pretty early in his career. So I met with him. I mean, my goodness, that's what I do. And We mapped out how he could really realign his work in a way that would dramatically change his feelings about it. And probably give him even more income. I mean, he was very marketable. He could have realigned. But he was afraid of rocking the boat. He was afraid of moving away from what he was familiar with. I mean, he knew he hated it. And he expressed that readily. But he just couldn't bear the thought of making the change. I finally told him I couldn't meet with him anymore. I mean, he knew the possibility, but he could just not take the initiative to change anything. And I told him that he had chosen comfortable misery and I could no longer work with him. Now, do you think that maybe after another six months, he really did make the change? I mean, he knew it, knew what he could move to, not complicated. So maybe after a year, maybe after two years, no, he stayed in that same position for another 26 years before retiring last year. Well, now he's in poor health. His memory is failing. He has to be taken care of. And any dreams he may have had are not going to happen. All right. So I'll just leave that as a thought. You make your own application. I hope you're not in feeling that same way. How do you make a decision when you can't be sure of the outcome? I mean, this is the end of another year. I mean, what do you want to change? What kind of life do you want to be living next year? How do you make a decision when certainly there are going to be things that are unknown. Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz you went through a lot of things that were unknown. Yes, there were obstacles that had to be overcome. But she was so clear about wanting another life, she kept moving through those things that seemed to be obstacles. I mean, you, we can never be sure. We can't be sure that things are going to remain the same, even if we just keep them the way they are. We're going to have change that shows up unexpectedly. I mean, look what happened the last couple of years with a pandemic. You know, there are always things that show up that we don't expect. So we might as well orchestrate what we want to move toward, knowing that, yeah, change is going to occur, like it or not. Yeah, there's a story in Rudder of the Day that I wrote several years ago. That's one of the stories that I get more feedback about even today than most any others. And it's called Get Off the Nail. Today. Here's that story. I heard a story from my friend Bob about an old dog lying on the front porch. A neighbor approached the porch and could hear the dog softly moaning. He asked his friend why the dog was whimpering, and the owner said, Well, he's lying on a nail. And predictably, the other man said, Well, why doesn't he move? To which the dog owner replied, I guess it doesn't hurt quite that much yet. Now, after I shared that story in my weekly newsletter, I had an attorney call me. He said he was that old dog, very much in pain about his daily activities, but the pain was still almost tolerable. The image was so indelibly etched in his mind that he started every day identifying with that old dog. Now, we discussed his situation, his clear sense that he was off track, the necessity for dramatic change in his life. I mean, he was seeing his family, his health and his peace being eroded by his commitment to keeping things the same. And yet six months later, I talked to him and he was still waiting to begin that process of exploring new options. Now we know that if you don't have a clear vision for the future, then your future's pretty predictably going to be a repeat of the past. I mean, that comfort of familiarity can be so appealing. I know that, you know, even if it's not the best. I mean, I see people every day who are droning through their mundane lives, hanging onto their comfortable misery, and blocking the thrill of new and unrealized but available success. Now, you know, this is something that there are so many options today. I mean, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter if you have an a advanced degree acronym behind your name. If there's an MD there or a JD or a DDS or a PhD or whatever that is, min, talked to somebody just uh, last week that it was is min, and she really needs to change. Very possible. There's so many applications of any of those that you can move into. You just aren't stuck in what you're doing. Well, I know a lot of people are like that old dog. Hope you're not one. They moan and groan about their situation, but don't do anything. How bad does the pain have to get before you get up and do something else I mean, in the workplace? And there's so many options, so many work models, so many ways of generating income. There's just untold number of opportunities. If you're in a negative environment when it causes you pain and anguish, maybe it's time to take a fresh look at yourself. Define where you want to be, develop a clear plan of action for getting there here's another thing that I encounter frequently. People complain about where they are, point fingers, blame. They've never been given a chance. Circumstances hold them down. And I say, well, what's your clear vision for what you want your life to be? And they can't tell me. So here's the deal. If you've never been clear on what you wanted your life to look like, don't say you've never had a chance. And if you've never set goals for moving toward a target, don't say you've never had a chance. If you haven't read five great books this year, don't say you never had a chance. If you aren't seeking out people who are already at a level that you want to reach, don't say you've never had a chance. See, we can say, I've never had a chance. Somewhere, there's something someday. I mean, you can someday yourself out of a life. Someday I'll write a book. Someday I'll play the piano. Someday I'll learn another language. Someday I'll find true love. Someday I want to start my own business. Someday I want to live in the mountains. Someday I'll live near the beach. You know, our daughter Ashley, you've heard me talk about the fact that she and her family are full time travelers. Now, a lot of times people think, well, someday I'd love to travel. Travel around. They've been to every state the continental United States. They've been to places like Costa Rica and others. They just decided as a family, their children were very young and they decided that they wanted to travel. Well, that meant some sacrifices, some careful planning. They planned for two years and then they moved into it. Ashley and Nathan, her husband, are now in their early 40s. They've been traveling full-time for six years. Their three daughters are now, after six years of traveling, 15, 13, and 10, those little girls have seen more, learned more, had exposure to more things than most people have in multiple lifetimes. They just decided that was their someday and they weren't going to wait until someday to make that happen. So is there one place where dreams really do come true? Well, I don't think so. I mean, Joanne and I have loved living in multiple places We've moved multiple times because we enjoy the new experiences. We enjoy change. We decide what it is we want. I mean, we moved from the farm in Ohio, where I was as a teenager when we met, to Ohio State University. That was part of a plan. Then we moved to Bowling Green, Kentucky. Then we moved to Tustin, California. Then we moved back. We were in Nashville, Tennessee for years. We loved those places. We moved we, we wanted we moved to California because we didn't want to grow old wishing we had lived, you know, where the sun shines and wishing we had lived in that kind of climate. So we just moved there. Now we discovered that ultimately we really didn't enjoy that more than where we had been. We came back to the other side of the country again, lived in Nashville. We loved the change of seasons. We loved the place that we had we had you know nature trails and zip line and multiple things water features that we really enjoyed there i mean we just made it a place that we loved it wasn't spectacular in and of itself but we just made it a place that we really loved as we've always done wherever we lived and then 2 years ago we decided to move to Osprey Florida again nothing magical about that we didn't expect that our lives were going to change dramatically we just decided that we had the, the property in Tennessee that it actually was uh, a lot to take care of over the years as we, um, we discovered that uh, it was a lot to take care of, all the water features and nature trails and things. So we decided we wanted to downsize a little bit. And we did. We downsized and size a house and complexity of property to take care of. So we have a, a place now we absolutely love. We were just recently in up in the Outer Banks for a week at a writer's conference and loved the people, loved the time there. We had a spectacular view out over the ocean with the place that we were staying in right on the beach. We went to some fine restaurants, went to Kitty Hawk and saw the Wright Brothers Museum, which I absolutely loved. But you know was what was recurring, what was running through our minds all the time? How soon can we get back home? Because we love where we live. We don't look for excuses to leave our home because we intentionally have decided what we want our home to be. You can do the same. I don't I don't care where it is. You you can decide that you want your place where you are to be the place of your dreams. And if it's not, then you can decide how you want that to change. Now I want you to refer to Acres of Diamonds. I mentioned that as a resource for today. You can go to 48days.com acres I love that story because a lot of times people assume that their happiness is somewhere else. And of course, that little story is just the story of a guy who had a place, a little farm in Africa, and he heard about these people who were finding diamonds in other parts of Africa, and he said, I want to do that. And he sold his little farm, went off looking for the diamonds and not having any success Finally, in a fit of frustration, despair threw himself into the ocean and drowned. Well, meanwhile, his little farm and the people that had bought that um, were quite happy on the little farm. And one day, a guy found a stone down by the creek that ran through the farm and just put it in on his mantle. He had a friend over a couple of days later. And a friend says, where did you get that stone? He says, well, I got it in the little creek that runs through the farm that we have here. Well, it turned out to be One of the largest diamonds, uncut diamonds ever found in the world. It was right there in that little creek. But the guy who owned it didn't recognize the diamond in its rough form. He didn't recognize you have to polish it. So he didn't recognize what he had right there in his own backyard. Well, that's a story to remind us sometimes. We are thinking it's out there, it's somewhere, it's someday when we can create it right where we are. Well, yeah, let's just keep following through. I got one big takeaway I want to give you here before we wrap up for the day. One thing that I want you to recognize as your perhaps your biggest key to creating the life that you want. And if you got a question, just go to 48days.com slash askdan. You can leave it there. And if I use your question here in the air, I will send you a gift typically it's a copy of the new version of 48 days to the working Law, but I got some other new resources as well. Might surprise you with something other than that. Here's the deal. Here's what I want you to really remember from the day. I've mentioned this a couple times. I'm working on a new manuscript where this will be included about the power of connection, the power of relationships, but this is your 3am list. Sometimes we think about we have to accumulate things, we have to make more money or something. Well, really, if you develop your relationship list, a lot of those things will come unexpectedly. They'll come in ways that you couldn't have anticipated. So I want to ask you, who's on your 3 a.m. list? Who are those friends where you know, you could pick up the phone at 3 a.m. in the morning if you were really stuck and needed some help? And that person you would call would drop everything not resent having their sleep uninterrupted and would drive, fly, wire money, do whatever it took to help you. I mean, how many people are on that list? How many names do you have? See that list right now represents your potential for future success. I mean, the number one predictor of your success or failure is your relationships. Now, you might take comfort in building your own security, but this list is more valuable than property or assets. We read, we listen to podcasts, we attend conferences to increase our knowledge. Filling your head with information and knowledge is fine, but relationships are what will move you forward. Now let's, I like to even put some parameters around this list. I know it's easy just to say, hey, I'm here for you, or even I'm praying for you. What if he really added that you needed $10,000? I don't want to make this about money, but I want to make it where somebody has some skin in the game. I mean, how would that change your list? I mean, would those friends that you have who say they care about you, would they really provide help if you needed that? I mean, this isn't about monetizing friendship, but just narrowing the list, again, to those that would be willing to have skin in the game. More than just words of support and encouragement are the promise to pray. Now, if you've got a significant list and it's growing constantly, you are an unstoppable force. And it doesn't matter what your GPA was, or even if you went to school, doesn't matter how smart you are, what work you do, where you live in the world, doesn't matter how old you are, or what perceived limitations you have. None of that matters. You show me your 3 a.m. list. And if it's pretty long, your future is assured. You have the foundation to go far. Now, if you can get 48 names in that list, I mean, I'd invest in you in a heartbeat because you have the potential to do incredible things. I mean, no matter what you attempt, you've got a community of people ready to step up and support you. That's the kind of person I want to be connected with. I mean, at this conference that I was at just last week, we were talking about the degrees of separation. There was a young gal there, a delightful gal, who shared her new, her new book with us. Her name is Renee, Renee Marino she played Frankie Valli's wife in the movie Jersey Boys. Well, the director of the movie was Clint Eastwood. She got to know him really well. He provided an endorsement for her book. And we, we joked about that. You know, that puts Clint Eastwood just one connection away from us. Well, that's something that as you increase your relationships, you recognize you, you have access to pretty much anybody you would want to or anything that you want to. So as you get older, I mean, that list should be growing constantly. So I, my suggestion is that you have the number of people on your list that corresponds to your age. So if you're 35, that's the number. If you're 55, that's the number to shoot for. Now, I've got way more than that on my list. I've got a lot of margin. course, I get older, I think, I've got, uh, I think I've got 103 people on my list right now. But the challenge is, where, where are you on that? I mean, I believe so strongly about this. I mean, we, we hear a lot about hacks these days. I mean, you can hack the software, you can hack the system, you can hack the cryptocurrency market, and so on and so on. Well, I just want to share that whatever success I'm enjoying right now has been more the result of handshakes than hacks. And watch where you're putting your focus. If we go back again to Dorothy, Dorothy discovered everything she needed was right where she started. And yes, there were obstacles. It wasn't all smooth sailing. She had to develop courage and confidence, caring for, connection to other people. But ultimately, she had everything she needed to find her somewhere. Here's my wrap-up for today get clear on the life you want that's number one create a clear plan and then take massive action again we've talked a lot about goals the last few weeks here and it becomes a goal when you have a timeline on it a lot of people have hopes, dreams, wishes or even elusive prayers but you make that a goal and you put a timeline this is my action plan this is what i'm gonna do in the next 30 days 90 days whatever so that's number two, create a clear plan, take massive action. Number three, develop your 3 a.m. list. You know, your, your 3 a.m. list is going to give you more return than an inheritance, an advanced degree, or winning the lottery. Well, there we go. I hope that's encouraging. You're somewhere over the rainbow is wherever you want it to be. You can pull that rainbow in and find find the pot of gold. You can do that. It's all based on the actions that we take. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for sending in your questions. Thanks for being open to growing and being a powerful force for making the world a better place. If you want to do anything to help me out here, it would be to share this with three or four other people. I just love hearing the stories of people who were encouraged. Worked with a gentleman this year this week who said he's been listening to the podcast for about seven years hasn't missed an episode and he's taken action and has now has the results of those actions. That's extremely rewarding for me to just hear those stories and become known for your positivity, for offering hope and encouragement to others. As you develop your 3am list, you know, don't be just a taker. You want to be on other people's list as someone they could call knowing that you are in a position to not only just, Give them a hand, but give them even more than that. Give them some help if they would need it. Become known as that kind of a person. Well, stay committed to your belief that we can without a shadow of a doubt. And you know, before I wrap that up, the rest of the sense, I just want to remind you, this is a wonderful time of year to be aware of people around us. Sure, there are people hurting. We can be a source of hope, a source of encouragement to other people. Be generous in this time of year. Wow, just what an opportunity if we're living well, living the life of our dreams, to be able to be that source of encouragement, inspiration, hope, and generosity to other people around us. So thanks for being committed to your belief that we can, without a shadow of a doubt, find or create work and a life that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. Have a great week.